Open the Word of God with me this morning to Philippians chapter 4. Philippians chapter 4 for an opening passage of Scripture. I greet you in the name of our founder and the head of our church, the Lord Jesus Christ. Philippians 4. You know verse 13 well. And I will finish with verse 13. I can do all things through Christ which strengtheneth me. Is the Apostle Paul's testimony. But let's read the context to see what Christ, by his Spirit, gave Paul the strength to do. Verse 11 Not that I speak in respect of want. He is thanking the Philippian church for contributing to his needs. Not that I speak in respect of want, for I have learned in whatsoever state I am therewith to be content. I know both how to be abased and I know how to abound. Everywhere and in all things, I am instructed both to be full and to be hungry, both to abound and to suffer need. I can do all things through Christ, which strengtheneth me. Paul had learned that in whatsoever state or condition or situation he was in, he should be content in that state or condition or situation that he was in. Now, it's one thing for us to know it intellectually or know it mentally, but then it's another thing to actually put it into practice. And the Apostle Paul put it into practice. He just didn't learn it. He just didn't know it. He did it. And so whether he was abounding and he had every one of his needs supplied thoroughly or he was in severe deficiency, he was content, happy, cheerful, and still serving Christ. It didn't matter to him. We tend to be thrown off course with a bad hair day. And for those of you that are mocking anyone having a bad day because of a bad hair day, then it's a bad health day, or it's a bad work day, or it's a bad drive-to-work day, all of which is equal to a bad hair day. And so we get thrown off course, but not the Apostle Paul. How was Paul so consistent by the strength of Christ in him? What is the strength of Christ in a man? It's the power of Pentecost, the Holy Spirit, the abiding, residing, dwelling presence of God in us. And Paul had that, and he was showing the Philippians that he he wasn't thanking them because he really needed their stuff. He wanted to tell them that no matter what, if I'm poor or if I'm abounding, I'm rejoicing in the Lord anyway because of the strength he's given me. I've learned to be content, and we want to learn that. We want to learn Christian contentment so we continue to be productive and fruitful no matter what our circumstances are. And so he says that in verses 11 and 12, and then in verse 13, that verse that many have memorized and they use widely, it's not really for taking a test at school. This is for moral good. Taking a test at school has no moral good. I can do all things through Christ which strengtheneth me. Well, if your PR is a 410, why don't you start your next mile and say you're going to run a 405 
by Philippians 4.13, and I'll be at the finish line to watch you finish in 4.20. Because Jesus hasn't promised any such worthless blessing on your life by taking spiritual verses and applying them to physical goals. If you have purposed in your heart and mind that I want to be a fit Christian for the glory of Jesus Christ, then he'll bless your overall efforts. But I would not presume on this text outside of its intention, and Paul gives us his intention, uh, contentment in his situation. He's learned in whatsoever state he was to be content, and that's what we ought to learn. But there is power, and John 15 is going to teach us the power of Christ in us. Abide in me, and I in you. If you don't abide in me, and I'm not abiding in you, and my words aren't abiding in you, you can't do anything without me. But with me, you can do everything. And what does that everything mean? Run a 305 mile? Maybe a 205. Why not just complete it in one minute? I can do all things. All the things that God expects of you to do. All the things God wants you to do. The fruitfulness is defined by the Bible. The productivity is defined by the Bible. He gives us the ability for it. We quench, we grieve, we lose that ability and that power by not abiding in him like we should. Philippians 4.13, I can do all things through Christ which strengtheneth me. Every one of you can be a tree of life. Every one of you can bear all aspects of the fruit of the Spirit by the strength of Christ in you by his Spirit. Let us pray. O Lord, our Lord, how excellent is thy name in all the earth. We thank thee, Lord Jehovah, the God of Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, and Moses, the God of David, the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. We thank and praise thee for revealing thyself to us. We thank thee for calling us and choosing us out of this world and adopting us to be your children. And you have given of yourself, you have given yourself by the Spirit to dwell in us and to be with us as a church and to dwell in us individually as your children, bearing witness in our hearts that we are indeed the sons of God, causing us to cry, Abba, Father, giving us the strength to do everything your word teaches us that we ought to do. Lord, forgive us, where we have quenched or grieved your spirit, where we have not abided in your son like we should have. Forgive us for neglecting him. Forgive us for being entranced, seduced, bewitched, and led astray by this world. Forgive us for giving in to our lusts of laziness, lusts of worldliness, lusts of dissatisfaction as a Christian. Forgive us and let us learn, like the Apostle Paul, in whatsoever state he was, to be content, and not only to be content and sit on his past accomplishments, but to get up and to finish his race with all the zeal that he could muster keeping his body under, lest he himself should be a castaway. Heavenly Father, let there not be a single castaway sitting in this church.
sitting here does not mean they are not a castaway. Heavenly Father, if they are not drinking and partaking and prospering by the influence of your Spirit, they have been cast away. Lord, revive us today. Restore us today. Draw nigh to us today as we draw nigh to thee. Fill us with the power of your Spirit. Lift our gaze and our desires heavenward that we might see the Lord Jesus Christ and things of heaven and not the things of this world. We thank thee for this body of believers that you've given us. And, O Lord, let us use this body and let us help this body to press each other on, to stir each other up to love and to good works, that we might grow in grace and be the fruitful branches that you intended for us to be. We pray these same blessings upon every assembly of saints throughout the world that calls upon thy name in sincerity and in truth, that worships in spirit and in truth, that you would bless them as well. O Lord, forgive us. Forgive us all our sins as we have already prayed this morning and as we pray again. Sanctify us in our worship today. Let us not come before thee with filthy lips, with unclean hands. Lord, we wash ourselves under the blood of the Lord Jesus Christ through your faithfulness that is in him. Sanctify and cleanse everything that we do this day. We thank thee for America. We thank thee that we have no fear. We thank thee that we live in such a protected place, such a peaceful place, such a prosperous place, such a privileged place, where we may come together like this and know that law enforcement is on our side and law enforcement will defend us and protect us instead of being used by the powers that be against us. Lord, we're blessed and we thank Thee. Let us use the privilege of a privileged nation to worship Thee with all our might this day. For, Father, stir us up. We've come into Your house because we're starving after a week of crumbs. Feed us with the manna from heaven, the Lord Jesus Christ. And be with us now, we ask, in His glorious name. Amen.